0: I'm the best in the world at what I do. I've been the best since day one. On this microphone, in the booth, in my bed, I live it. I breathe it. I am Letting y'all know right now. And that's McDowell tweeting me at eleven fifty-six in the No, let me stop. I'm letting y'all know right now. Motherfucker. He did it again. He did it again. Damn it. And not only that, he just did it again. Shit, he done made this shit into a postscript. Ain't that a bitch? I swear, I wanna read it on air, but like I said, I got certain standards. I'm a man of a certain character. But it looks like I need to finish up what I really came on this ProScript to say. I'm letting y'all know, Um, pretty soon, I'm going to probably have to change the format of what I do to fit within the parameters of trying to grow this outlet. But until then, especially being the fact it's my birthday, well, birthday weekend, I'm going to really go overboard today. Sponsors be damned, because you know, I only have one sponsor, and that is the Lewis Snapback Box but I'm not trying to get copyright striked or copy copyright whatever. I shouldn't even said the the C word on this shit. So regardless, yeah, I'm going overboard, to, overboard tonight, overboard this week, overboard this episode. But uh, sooner than later, all things must come to an end. And, you know, I'm going to have to change it up a little bit, make it a little bit more bland. Well, at least the music. Until I figure something out, regardless. Anyway, enjoy the fucking episode.
1: Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, MD, yo, 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 yo. hold yo. up, money, yo, grip, you stop, yo, get me, off man. that ball, yeah. the hardcore style for the b boy, oh, nigga. Oh, you want me to? Rip you know what I'm saying, yo. hit me with that, fam. Hey, <laughs>
0: Best in the world of what the fuck I do Yeah I thought it was possible For me to get my high The idiocy of this world is virtual those thoughts Ignorance will you They hated astronomical Control, like the dark side out the force survival prop Just trying to be profitable with living to my seeds. Definitely trying to get out of my dreams. Good music is all you ever get for me. Long as I'm right-handed and on the sea breeze. Long as my sound smooth sparks creativity. Long as I spell out all my problems to a T. See. A bit set of 7:30. Rep BK, like the lake B-I-G. Used to guzzle board now, I'm drowning hand to see. Smoke third now I flew exotically logically I got better progressively to the point where I'm just me being me, me best in the world, don't you niggas ever forget that legend my own mind twist and facts done it ch- goodbye, What up people? Welcome to another edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie U podcast, featuring the one and only Donnie U. Best of whatever he does. Yeah, man. This week, I have a couple things on tap. I have no particular topic that I'm really, really beholden to. Nothing that I really hold near and dear to my heart is, yeah, I really need to get this take out. So... Being the fact that I just turned to 10 age of 46 years old, you must forgive me if this episode is somewhat of a filler episode. And I know it's pretty much probably going against custom and probably probably frowned upon for creators to let the masses know when you're putting something out as a placeholder. But nevertheless, whether or not it's a placeholder, nevertheless, 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 uh, never mind the fact that I, I'm getting messed up with my words already. I'm quite sure the material that I have at my disposal and that I would disperse throughout the next 60 to 90 minutes because best believe I know I said that shit last week, but. Best believe this week I am not going over two hours because for all my non wrestling fans out there, you should give me a standing ovation because I will not be talking about wrestling this week. I have very strong opinions, but I will refrain from going down that avenue and get back on track with sports. You know, real sports. Nah, let me let me stop bullshitting. But yeah. So this week, I feel like I should touch upon my New York Jets 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 jets, in which they're fully entrenched in training camp, and they're preparing for their first preseason game next Friday night. But I also want to get into, you know, my favorite topic. At this time, and that is talking about narratives spin by the media. And it's spread into the NFL. It's spread into onto ESPN when talking about my beloved J-E-T-S Jet Jet Jets. So, of course, I have a bone to pick with them, and I must spew some salt on that subject. Last but not least. Matter of fact, I said that shit a little bit too early, but whatever. Yeah. I am going to be talking and giving my views on this past weekend's five game series in which my amazons, the fucking New York Metropolitans, bust Atlanta's ass and sent them on their way packing. Four games to one. Including an epic sweep in Saturday's day night doubleheader. Do you know I have certain stats at my disposal that I will use to both uplift my amazons and slander those fucking musty ass stankies? Yes. I had said in the past that I was not really going to concentrate on the Mets Yankees, or should I say more specifically the Mets, unless they went into a tailspin and unless we had a blockbuster trade. But being the fact that I'm a man of principle, a certain character, if you will, I would not divulge the certain information, the certain uh, uh, direct DMs, inboxes by a certain individual that has caused me to divert the road that I was going to travel this week and also give me some much-needed content and some a much-needed focus a much-needed target to focus my angst upon. This should be a nice time of celebration when talking about uh, Amaya Mazins, fucking DeGrom, the DeGrominator, with 12 strikeouts and five and two-thirds innings tonight against those Atlanta Braves. Hmm. This should be a time that I should be gloating and basking in my glory. But no, no. Somebody definitely always has to stick their nose in where it's not wanted. But I take that as a sign of respect. Because the Mets, the, my Amazons, and I, fuck it. This is going to be helter-skelter like a motherfucker this week. My Amazons are about to take over the town. Best believe. Best believe they are. But yeah, so I will be talking about my Amazons and those musty-ass Stankies from the boogie-damn-burnt-damn Bronx. That's what's on tap this week. But before I get this show on the road, I have to devote some time in my intro to uh, tell the masses two things that happened to yours truly today. At the Barclay Center. Yes. My arch nemesis. The Barclay Center. I entered that. Rusted piece of shit. For my. Fourth time. In my. In its existence. In my existence. I remember when that used to be a lot. That I would rent U-Haul trucks from. I'm old Brooklyn. This newfangled. Manhattan, like Brooklyn. I take that as a sign, multiple signs that it's time for yours truly to get the fuck out of Dodge. But unfortunately, my coin is here. But I digress. So this afternoon, or should I say, yeah, this afternoon, as an extension of this weekend, I think it's tonight tomorrow and tuesday at the barclay center totally free they have an art exhibit the basquiat experience if you will in which it's a joint project with i believe a social a social justice a social change organization i can't remember the exact name of the organization but the Brooklyn Nets, the, the Joe Side Foundation, they're pretty much backers of it. Salute to them. And um, it was a joint situation with them and the Department of Education. So you had a couple of congressmen, a couple of council members, so forth. And uh, it was an art exhibit of multiple pieces of art made by the students of new york city's middle middle schools and high schools and one of the exhibits one of the drawings that drew that drew multiple 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 people and much attention yes i said much attention fuck y'all if y'all laughing (laughs) one of the most popular if I do say so myself attractions there was a drawing by my niece my 11 year old niece Uh, she's always loved to draw since she was little like anytime she would come over she would draw something and we would put you know old school put it on the put it on the kitchen Put on the kitchen door so um it was it, i was very proud of her very happy for her and she was able to express what she was feeling in um drawing the you know well making the drawing and she deta- she uh actually explained the detailed step-by-step breakdown on how she you know the process of how she came up with the drawing actually how she you know, uh produce the drawing. Um check check out News Twelve Brooklyn when they talk about the Basquiat experience, and you see the very well articulate young lady explaining and breaking down to a fine science, to a fine china, if you will. The drawing that's Nisi Poo Ooh. Not to not to be confused with Nisi Ooh, no, that's my oldest sister, that's my oldest niece, but no, this is Nisi Poo Ooh, get it right or get or get gone, straight up. So yeah, so um, it was it was it was a great experience. I was so happy for. I was happy. I was actually free and able to go and show my support and uh yeah it was it was was great now now that we got the positivity out the way let's go to the negativity and most of this is my personal preference or something that that affected me personally okay so like i said i've gone to the barclay at least four times in my existence Maybe three, If now that I'm thinking of it. Anyway, the first time I was actually in the midst of me quitting smoking cigarettes. So that actually doesn't count. Last time when I went was this past December, past November, when COVID was in full effect. And I guess since COVID was in full effect, like it ain't in full effect now, but y'all get the gist. Um... I don't remember having to give up my lighter. And or I just kept it in my pocket. But knowing me, metal, I'm gonna put it in the little into a little um basket, right? So I'm putting everything in the basket, you know, my wallet, keys, uh cigarettes, lighter. So security it was like ah yeah you can't take the light in there i'm like uh okay all right you know like i said this is a positive um situation so I, i'm not gonna pitch a bitch i'm not gonna it's not like i'm gonna keep on going in and out to smoke cigarettes i'm i'm there for my niecey poo oh right so here's the part that Actually, didn't affect me, but it did affect me. Cause I'm downtown Brooklyn. There's no bodegas. There, there's no, there's no corner store. You can't go to the a to the aki. You know, unless you're getting a halal gyro. <laughs> you know, which is is just like if you don't have no fire, then you must you you cannot burn. So, um. My sis went out to smoke a cigarette. So and I'm like, yo, how you get that in here? <laughs> so she was like, yo, it was in my it was in my purse, whatever it didn't go off, whatever I'm putting in there, you know. So I'm like, okay. But well, I guess both she and I forgot, all right, you're going out with now, you don't have no purse. So she comes back in, she's got the screw face. I'm like, what happened, sis? They're going to talk about once once they take the lighter, they can't give it back to you. I'm like, huh? Yeah, it don't make no sense. And I'm like, yeah, it don't make no sense. It really don't make no sense. So it didn't hit me until I was on my way when we got outside. We got outside, you know, we're milling about before we get back on the Iron Horse. And, uh, that's when it hit me, like yo. I'm having a nick. I'm not having nicotine fit, but a, a nice stogie. Word to word to T J M B. <laughs> but you know, i i a stogie, a, a stove, a, a cigarette would, you know, hit the spot right now i don't have no fire sister don't have don't have no fire because her shit got confiscated along with mine she was the backup like damn i was like you know what i'm just gonna put it out my mind until we get close to the home because i did not drive anyway the other thing that happened. And like, and this is really personal, I guess. Not as personal as me not having no lighter or getting my lighter taken. They devo me out my lighter. Excuse me. I know I, it's a it's a mute button right in front of me, and I'm just neglecting to use it. I'm not used to these fancy shits. Anyway. The other thing that um kind of uh shook me back to reality because uh they had they had a little chorus great chorus and, you know uh, beautiful voices they were from they were from various high schools or what have you and when they started going down a roll call of all the politicians and you know all the the creative directors and the foundation um, vice presidents and the, excuse me, I'm thinking to myself, does it really need to be said that this acknowledgement is for who? It's not for the regular Joe. Um, the parents, close friends, relatives, of the participants in that I wouldn't say 99.5% know or who or really gives a fuck about who these people are but on this flip side there was two speakers in particular that kind of swayed me to the middle because at first you had you know, you had to, you had the, they had the ones that the directors, then, um, you had the directors, but then, uh, there was two, there was two, uh, there two, two individuals. One was a liaison. He worked for, I believe the New York, the Brooklyn Nets, um, Joe Psy foundation social. No, yeah. So he was, he was integral in putting the stuff together. And he took a time out to um, emphasize the importance of black male teachers. And he you know, he even recited a, a short story and said that uh, you know, he didn't encounter his first black male teacher until he was in fifth grade. And, you know, and so it was like one of those like, all right, you know, I want to give a shout out to the teachers on hand. You know, I want to give a shout out to the teachers, the educators and everything. But in particular, you know, because they have a yeah, scarcity of uh, black male educators. You know, he wanted to take a specific time out to give them kudos. So then but after him, we had a congressman black um black congressman and I th- I know I'm supposed to be a go to for politics, but I listen, I partly beto- between this my birthday, well it was my birthday and I'm still kinda going through the motions and um I just don't remember the dude's name. Forgive me. But he came to that mic and at first I looked at the dude, I'm like, yo because you're a congressman you don't that mean you need you, you don't have to have no little little swag I mean because he came he had some like blue khaki shorts. okay um long sleeve dress shirt was it long sleeve I think it was long sleeve Well, it looked like linen out no it was long sleeve it looked it looked mismatched so I'm like okay and he had dress shoes I'm like okay like yo what the fuck But I'm gonna listen because I'm'm I'm, I'm a mature individual. And, you know, then he recited the story. Like, he, well, he just added on. He was like, well, you know, you was lucky. You encountered your first black male uh, teacher f- in fifth grade. Took me into seventh grade. And then I think I had may- maybe one in high school. And then that got me to thinking. Well, yeah, it got me to thinking. I'm like, darn, when was my first? You know, because in elementary school, it was nothing but women. I had Ms. Zelnick in third grade. I had Mr. Ugoda in fourth grade. He was more businesslike. And for some reason, I used to be infatuated with Family Ties and Alex P. Keaton. So, I used to, for at least half that year, I used to carry my books in a briefcase. And when possible, I would come to I would come to school with shirt and tie. But when I couldn't do the shirt and tie, I always made sure I had the briefcase until after a while I was like, yeah, this shit's corny. I'm nine years old. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? But yeah, then I you know, I had Miss Toy in fifth grade. But uh anyway, yeah, y'all need to know all that. But yeah, I don't think I encountered my first one into eighth grade my math teacher slash tennis coach, Mr. Parker, Mr. Parker was cool. And what, what was, what was crazy? Cause you know, around this time, eighth grade going into ninth grade motherfuckers hormones going crazy. So all the, all the fucking girls had a little crush on Mr. Parker. Cause Mr. Parker used to come in first dude or first teacher we saw with, with, polo shirts on. So, you know, it was like, Oh look, Mr. Parker came in with the polo shirt. He come in with a different, he did come in with a different color every day. Oh, look at him. Look, he got little muscles. Because he used to play tennis. Truth be known, little known fact about me. I used to play tennis. and I used to be nice. It just wasn't meant to be. I should have took those tryouts in fucking high school. But I was nice in tennis. Anybody who remembers... Back in the day, I was nice and tense I was the black John McEnroe of tennis. Point blank. If you thought I had a temperature I had a temper problem. So if you thought my thoughts were salty now, imagine what they were back then when I had the fucking energy to to direct shit. So I used to always I used to break so many rackets and Mr. Park used to when for the last time he told me like, "Yo, chill. Don't break that's the last one. I'm going. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you use mine for the tournament, but you best not break that shit. It's like I. Right, you got. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but anyway, the these two gentlemen when they took a chance. I mean, took it. Took time just to kind of bring it back down to earth. Not make it so corporate. Make make it so political. Political. That that brought me in. You know, but um nevertheless, nevertheless, fucking Barkley Center cost me a fucking lighter. See, that's why I don't like the Barclays Center. It's always some bullshit. You can go in there without a mask back then, or you could you can go in there with a fake fucking uh immunization card, but can't go in there with a fucking lighter. Once you see a pack of cigarettes and you can't get your shit back, it wasn't like it was like a thousand people in there, it. it was like maybe like hundred, maybe. Maybe two. It wasn't that big. It was like in the lobby area. Like when you first come in, it was in the lobby area. But there was great, amazing piece of the work there. And uh, anybody that's listening to this, in the next two days, if you live in Brooklyn, if you live in the city, wherever the fuck you live at, if you live in the five boroughs, you need to bring your ass down to downtown Brooklyn, to the Barclays Center, to the Art Experience Art Exhibit. These kids had amazing art out there. Um, my niece Poo Puu, in particular. Yeah. Um need to go down there. It's from two to six. It's free. You know, um just go and go and support. Go and support. They ain't gonna ask for nothing. You can get some you can get some hard ass butter cookies on your way out. <laughs> Ah, last week, I made a fucking history history in the podcast because I, I made uh, I made my longest outro ever at like twenty three plus minutes. So of course, I decided to come back come back and try to beat that, which currently I am at twenty five minutes and counting in the intro. but I told y'all this is gonna be helter skelter. Um I'm working on about four hours sleep. So, you know, if if it sounds like I'm drunk, I ain't. I had a I had a shot, but that's it. You know, I'm I'm taking it light. I'm taking the light. You know. Cause salty summer two is about to conclude this week. That's all I'm gonna say. Salty summer two. It's about to conclude this week. It's about to commence and conclude at the same fucking week. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah, I'm 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 rambling. I'm talking about a whole bunch of shit that y'all don't give a fuck about. Because that's why the Salty Thoughts of Donnie Ooh podcast is the world's most dangerous podcast. Yeah, I said it. And y'all probably like, what makes it so dangerous, huh, Donnie? Don't worry about what why the fuck it's so it's the most dangerous podcast in, in the world. Is it because this podcast would jump out the speaker and hit you? Nah. Is it the fact that at times the decibel level gets so loud that you might break an eardrum? Maybe. Maybe that, that that might be it. Might be the most dangerous podcast for your ears. Because I think me just yelling just now just gave me a slight little headache. So if this shit don't come out the time I said it, it's, it's supposed to come out early in this intro because this intro feels like three days already. Um, that's because I, I gave myself a headache. I don't know. I think we should just commence the show, right? Without further ado, good night muah, and goodbye.
1: The e and I'm smoking while like I tone them, roast them, bacon them, am them. E. I'm not joking, so back up, punk. Slack up, watch your weak posse before they get smacked up. One by one, two by two, three by three. Yo, P, what's up, Ed? Pass the Uzis to blow up. Any wack MC that show up, There goes one blast them now. he hold up. Because it might be too late to punk my escape and buck wow. And in fact, bite my style. And I'm a kid, the bishop, so Puss Trow. It's my thing to swing your first mistake to bring. A Dragon Seed that can't hang. Don't forget, I'm Crazy Swift. My name is Eric Sermon Yeah, and I'm
2: Paris Smith.
1: I could act fool and stop blasting. Ha 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 ha, okay. now who's laughing? I'm going to let you lot, but you owe me. Next time you see me, holla like you know I'm me. Mad. Life story, I tell straight from the heart. My suckers try to crash my shit straight from start. A young black kid, destined for success. No old gold, no cocaine, a Buddhist set, straight upon work. No sleeping, no shorts. Brainstorming with the skills that pop dude taught to keep swinging. Yeah, not to quit. Now ride the bend, you ride the d- your punk friends Straight up You're a punk city That's why my attitude's Oh, up. And real f***y This is from the backstabbers Yeah, my so-called friends Who swim in my pool When it's time flex. The bend's around town the window's down As the south pound Cool J tape Okay, solo spellbound With fly girlies tipping Brothers gripping and sipping oh go, red bull Hands on my I'm just lamping with my EK shave. Truck jewels, obviously the man's pay, but of course not. Brother can't get his props, like, for when I cruise up the block in my 560, lamping on my metro phone. Chrome kit beaming all off the dome I'm like a sucker. Yeah, you look the other way, that's when I know you're my is kid, but it's okay, it's normal. Relax, your whole head's busted. Caught in the rapskit, it couldn't be trusted, cause my sounds pound from here to We Peace in our man. Stay tuned to this last episode When I'm out the house and the mic explode This is not the buckwall style that I'll be using In fact, black and quarters It's a fallout when sucker MCs and crabs call out my name Oh, what a shame I got I'm not a new track, my rhymes are not whacking. in fact, I'm like Clint Eastwood Instead of bullets, rhymes I pack in my flow gun So son, you better run Cause when it comes to hostile and prisons, we take none We move wax like kilos And when my jam hits the streets, the sounds explode Watch the right hook Suck the death blow, Jack. I wonder where the E and the P's at. Can they do it again? You bet your head, black C in ninety one. Until then, get the Bozac.
0: Following is an excerpt from an article on ESPN.com by David Schoenfeld, ESPN senior writer. And it starts like this. Edwin Diaz is such a dominant lights out closer right now that when he enters the game in the ninth inning, the Mets TV broadcast doesn't even go to commercial break. Instead, the camera follows him as he enters the field through the bullpen gate and heads to the pitcher's mound. The stadium loudspeakers blaring Blaster Jacks and Timmy Trumpets Narco, the best entrance song in the majors. Once those trumpets start playing, the crowd is up and dancing and clapping. It's as if The fans are already celebrating the impending victory, which is usually official after a few minutes and as often as not, with Diaz striking out the side. That was the case on Sunday at City Field. After Jacob DeGrom's triumphant return in his first home start in 13 months, Diaz entered with the Mets leading the Braves 5-2 and struck out the heart of the Atlanta lineup. Dansby Swanson, Matt Olson, Austin Riley on 14 pitches. The crowd erupting as Riley went down on not one, not two, but three pitches. Looking at 101-mile-per-hour fastball for the final strike, in the final out. Yes. That dramatic reading by yours truly was truly enhanced by the fact that we won four of five this past weekend against our division rivals, albeit only by name and definitely not by position, right now at ten forty-nine p.m. Sunday night, August seventh two thousand and twenty two. Yeah. We into this we entered this series up two and a half games on the Atlanta Braves. And I'm not even gonna lie, in my mind, the best case scenario was just win the series. Win the series. All we have to do is win three out of these five games. The doubleheader was going to be crucial, so you figured you split the first two, you split the doubleheader, and then you then you try to win the Sunday finale, the Sunday cap. But not only did we win the series. We did much better than win the series. Hopefully, even though there was a comment directly after the game by one of those sore losing fucking Atlanta Braves, and I'm trying to bring it up right now. Here we go. On Bleacher Report, under the New York Mets, it's loading up. And it's taking a while, and I have no idea where it at. So I'm just gonna keep on keep on on. But it was matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now. We're just going we're gonna do this in live time because i'm not I'm not pausing. I'm not pausing. It's coming. It's coming. I swear that phrase is a common refrain in my household it's coming don't worry baby it's coming yeah, trust me here we go came <laughs> brave starter the brave starter strider is confident despite getting tagged today End quote a lot of weird hits see what happens see what things are like in october Here's the full quote. Spencer Strider on his outing versus the Mets today. A lot of weird hits. They seem to be having a lot of luck right now offensively. That's great. It's August. We'll see what things are like in October. Matter of fact, motherfucker, how about you You just be concerned on whether or not the Atlanta Braves are actually going to make it to October? Are you going to even make it? to go against us for the right to represent the National League in the World Series. I don't believe we're peaking too soon. No, 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 no. What this weekend was was a statement made. Yeah, we know Atlanta for years, i a matter of fact, decades, has always been our house of horrors. And we've barely been 500 against them at home for decades. Now, I don't have on hand the record this year or the last two years, but fuck the last two years, this year in Atlanta. But putting the smack down on those tomahawk chopping motherfuckers just feels great. Something just feels right about that putting the foot on their fucking neck and stretching that two-and-a-half game lead to a nice, comfortable six-and-a-half game lead with fucking Jacob DeGrom back on the mound. Scherzer, last night, seven strong. Now you got the one-two punch we've been waiting for since the beginning of the season. But what's more important, Then that is we have that one-two punch with DeGrom. Tank is full. He's starting in August. And so far, there hasn't been any setbacks with his shoulder. If he can stay healthy, he had four perfect innings. If he can stay healthy, when we get into the playoffs, we are fucking damn near unstoppable. That who's who Who'll be our third? Walker? Carrasco? Who's the third? Doesn't even fucking matter. You got four games right there between DeGrom and Scherzer every series in the in the in baseball i mean in the playoffs and yeah i know this is this is not really logical in the way things really normally go but fuck it it's august let me dream every series we should be up 2-0 cuz we got Jacob and Scherzer back to back damn Fully rested, fully on schedule. Now, I'm not going to even. I'm not going to just let it be. And I don't think the Mets are going to let it be. But I'm kind of getting I'm kind of coming to the realization that we're not going to be able to catch the Dodgers for the best record in the National League. because I think they still have us by at least four or five games. And our focus should be on just winning the National League East right now. Getting that quote unquote buy. So you don't have to you don't have to blow shirts in, in DeGrom in the meaningless wild card game. You have them re- ready and rested and ready to go at home. If we gotta go to LA, we gotta go to LA. Fuck it. Gotta be- to beat a man, you gotta beat the man. That's I swear I, I'm I'm really on my shit this week when it comes to my fucking amazing's because they've been fucking amazing. Here's one stat. Do you know entering this series, this season, the Mets in series against their fellow National League East teams. Their record stands at 13 series won, 0 series lost, and 2 series in which it ended in a tie. And you could chalk this up in the record books to add that to the list, 14 series wins against division divisional opponents. And now we welcome to Reds into town. The sacrificial the sacrificial lambs. Get right on the Reds. Can't afford to stumble up now. We're on a fucking roll. I believe we're what? Twelve we've won twelve of the last 13 games. I reckon coincidentally. Stands at 70 wins and 39 losses. Mm. That shit shit sounds familiar. I know why that shit sounds familiar and it looks familiar because there's another team that inhabits the city. but, But unfortunately for those fans of this wretched team, the musty ass Yankees, they've been stuck on 70 wins for a while now, haven't they? They also, matter of fact, let's make sure this shit is as accurate as possible. So, I'm gonna look in the standings right now. And right now, the Yankees are still at seventy wins, and what 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 is that? They're at thirty nine losses. Once again. They have lost four of their last six. Well, no, they have lost. They are four and six in their last 10 games. They have under 500 in their last 10 games. Hmm. Seems like the swan, which got the swoon, is starting early. What did I, what, didn't I predict? But didn't I predict this? Didn't I predict this? The fucking Yankees. Uh, uh, Matter of fact, you know what? And the thing is, I really have no hate toward Aaron Aaron Judge. No, I just know he's going to eventually be a Met. Or here, here, even one better. If he's not destined to be in Queens. I swear, I keep on hearing those rumors. San Francisco He's from out there, but regardless, he will not be wearing the pinstripes next year unless y'all throw him the mother effing safe. And y'all better do it. Y'all better do it. But regardless, Aaron Judge has 43 home runs and 93 RBI. Pete Alonso has 20 six home runs and 93 RBI. Aaron Judge's batting average I believe is 299. Pete Alonzo's batting average is 286. But who's the hottest team in the game right now? Who's the hottest team in the city right now? Who is the hottest team in the league right now? Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and meet the Mets. Like I said earlier in that extremely long intro, there's a certain individual that's been egging me on behind the scenes. And as a man of principle, as a man of a certain character, I will not divulge exactly what he's been spewing his damn self. I will say this, I've been inundated with episodes of plaintiff, slander against my beloved Mrs. Mitt's husband. Notice, I didn't say my beloved Mr. Met, because I'm Mr. Met, motherfucker. Hmm. You know what's so funny about this past weekend? I think a couple years ago, I decided to go to a game. I decided to take my kids to a game. For my birthday, I was like, you know, it's my birthday. I'm off it's Friday. It wasn't really good at the time. They were going against the Dodgers. So this year, I I start remembering that. I'm like, yeah, I remember, you know, blah blah blah. And I really thought about it. I, I looked at the I looked at the prices. I'm like, yeah, you know, fuck it. It's my birthday, so it's up to whether or not I want to go. At the last minute. Being the fact I had to do a lot of errands on my, errands on my birthday, I decided against going. Good thing, because out of out of the five game series, that's the game they lost. And I am a walking black cloud when it comes to my fandom of certain teams. If I'm tuned in, locked in on a rare on a rare occasion, uh, excuse me, I'm blessed for the victory. But a lot of times, especially if I'm in person, I've yet to witness victory. In front of my own eyes, live in the living color. See, I don't I don't went down a fucking tangent and my focus diverted from this individual. Who? No, I I, I didn't say I was going to keep him nameless. I was just going to keep the content. Under wraps. But Mr. McDowell, I'm going to tell you right here, right now, the Yankees, and I know you know this because you're a very intelligent dude, Encyclopedia Jones, if you will. You know that the New York Yankees and it's going to sound like memorex but I don't give a natural fuck right now. I got a point to I got a point to prove. The New York Yankees in the last 20 years have produced how many championships? 1 so all this talk about 27 rings. And I and I have 27 ring emojis. Don't mean shit to me. Because in the last 20 years, which is relevant especially when it comes to you, remember, I turned 46. I would not divulge. But 20 years of my adulthood. They've produced one championship. How many fucking World Series have they gone to? Two. Now, all because y'all get into the playoffs year in and year out and y'all Disappoint your fans every fucking year because your fans believe it's your God-given right to get into the World Series and to get a championship every year. It was only your God-given right back then when y'all had the captain, El Capitan, if you will. So this arrogance, how I feel or how I'm calculating shit, you might have witnessed or enjoyed one of those championships, which is the only championship in which you probably remember. The hostility is not directed toward you, my brother. It's toward your rank Yankee fandom. I said last year when I was recapping the NFL season and I had a particular uh team that stuck in my craw the 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 media out you know the way the media covers them and just the way that Everybody gravitates to them as if they did they couldn't do any wrong. And those were the New York Football Giants. Wouldn't surprise me if it comes back around this year. I hope hopefully it doesn't. But now that I'm thinking about it, that was the origin that was the origin of the narrative. And me trying to buck against the narrative. And this narrative that it's just the Yankees or the Yankees fans, God-given right to celebrate championships, celebrate at salons, makes me sick. Y'all never had to get it from the fucking mud. Y'all never had to start from the bottom. We came into this fucking lead into our, into our existence at the bottom. Every decade we rise up like a fucking eat, like the fucking Phoenix we are. This time, this rise will <laughs> be more sustained. This time, Our rise will take over. Not only the city, dare I say a generation. Because they can finally see the Yankees and the Yankee fans for the frauds they truly are. Like I said, how many times y'all going to tease the fans, the, the, the diehards, and don't even get to the promised land. Don't even get a taste. As you can hear, maybe you can, maybe you can't. That's the sponsor in the background, watching News 12 Brooklyn, in which we have witnessed our Nisi Pu'u On the screen. If you heard her, then you heard what she was talking about. She didn't. If you didn't, that's still the sponsor. Louis Snapback Box. Only available in my apartment more. Specifically in my bed.
2: Let's get it my nigga. What else is it to do? Uh. I'm too high to act normal. G, to act formal, a game will transform you. Uh. Watch for the word of them niggas that word mourn word. you. Watch where you headed, cause niggas will turn on Watch. you. Classy beaming wagon, I'm playing the firm on you. Firm. Firm. Yeah, nature record mega. Yeah. Yeah. Plastic paper and poor bearers. No. Pain in the street, but we know that the Lord hear us. Lord. Lord. It's money we need to make, mm. but shit'll get funny if your friends act fake. <laughs> I can fade to have hate. I don't know, I blow an ace to the face. Keep smoking, keep drinking. Shit, I'm on a ride in my life, so I'm letting the seat sink. Probably in the zone if I'm letting the beat sinkin'. Aimin' at your body, I'm letting the heat sink in. Welcome to the
1: syndicate. Yeah, I've been in it. Money gets printed and burned, but time is limited. kids you leave a legacy, then it's infinite. All I think about is numbers, rhymes, and businesses I just wanna be one of the greats So I studied the greats, and I dug in the crates I don't pass weed, I smoke blunts to the face We from California, what a wonderful state Always knew what to do with the scale blowing money fast, drive that Subaru still Wildin' out fish tailin', test on the piss feeling. Even with a deal, I wouldn't stop dealing. Made a bag naked, caught the bitch stealin' Get into a brick, sick feeling sick. Bionic man, six million. Back in the whip, fifth gear and mouse.
0: Now, I'm going to start off my little football spiel. The New York JETS Jets, Jets, last night held their green and right scrimmage, scrimmage game at MetLife Stadium. In attendance was free agent, five, former five-time pro bowler, offensive tackle, formerly of the Seattle Seahawks, Dwayne Brown a lot of the rumors out there are that is that Joe Douglas is still looking for top tier offensive line help. Now it being at the tackle position leads me to believe two things could be possible. One, uh, maybe, uh, Moses, Um, One of the backup offensive linemen is not long for the team. Or maybe a last-minute pivot because Becton isn't holding up his end of the bargain. All reports that I've read is that Becton, since the beginning of the offseason program, at at the first part, they had a little bumpy road. But from that point on, he has been outstanding in his effort level in trying to uh, solidify that right side of the line moving from left tackle to right tackle so this is going to be interesting hopefully Joe Douglas does pull the trigger because you can never have enough offensive linemen and that is supreme insurance in the event that uh, Beckton can't make it through more than half the season. Now, <clears throat> also reports from camp have been slightly positive for Zach Wilson, but it seems like most of his success has come out of the pocket. Now, that makes me hope that either they incorporate in the offense stuff to roll him out or move the pocket to the outside out, you know, or, you know, yeah, rollouts, uh, design rollouts, uh, in the scrimmage, he had a lot, he, um, the reports were he did a lot of scrambling only we had 24 yards, but, um, a lot of his plus plays were made from scrambling out of the pocket, pretty much broken plays. And which, to me, that is a concern. Because his ability to go to that next level, and especially with all the talent surrounding him, it's really on him to make this whole outfit go. And if he's not able to make plays consistently inside the pocket. As schedule on schedule plays, that like I said, every every game you're not you're gonna come across a defense that's disciplined enough to not fall for every time the play broke breaks down. And then what? And we're gonna have a we're gonna have feast of famine from last year. We're gonna have to depend on Joe Flacco to get us into get into get us into playoff contention. I hope not we have all the weapons. We have Brees Hall, who has been outstanding in camp. Still have Michael Carter. Mims has, 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 has made his presence known and really trying to make an impact on special teams. But his effort level in trying to make an impact on special teams is going to lend him to more playing time, more snaps in the base on um, yeah, in the base offense, in the base lineup. Now, this is just a teaser of hopefully what I can accomplish this season in covering my New York J E T S Jets Jet Jets. Of course, I will have passionate, passionate opinions on each week's games. But I will try to be as accurate as possible when it comes to the stats, when it comes to the storylines heading into each game. And the teams coming into it, into uh, into MetLife Stadium, are you know, pretty much the teams on our schedule this season. But before I get out of here, because preseason, it's just it's just trying. I got to warm up. I got to warm up with the football. But before I get out of here, the narrative on ESPN last week. In which Foxworthy, you would think he would learn his lesson from fucking laughing on screen in the preseason in a lead up to the regular season. No matter what the fuck the sport is. But I guess he didn't. Him and Douglas, Harry Douglas, were laughing at Damian Woody because... The question, I believe, was which second-year quarterback do you think is going to take the leap to the next level? And Woody said Zach Wilson from the Jets. And the narrative, oh, nothing, the Jets can never have anything good, right? The Jets can never have a transformative player, huh? You just always have to stink because that's what y'all used to. It's easy for the just to stink because we just line up the jokes and y'all knock them the fuck down like pens, right? They start saying Tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence. Why? Only because of Doug Peterson? Yes, Doug Peterson is the supposed quarterback whisperer, but Whatever he was whispering to Carson Rentz has landed Wentz in Washington on his third team in three years and ushered him out the door in Philly. But Trevor Lawrence is going to be poised to take the next leap. Trevor Lawrence is also learning a new system in his second year, his second system in consecutive years. No matter how well he grasped onto it, it's still a new system. It's going to take time. Zach Wilson, on the other hand, this is his second year in the same system, and hopefully he can grow and find all the nuances in the playbook and use them and manipulate them to his advantage and to the team's advantage. Once again, advantage Wilson. The players, the co-stars, if you will, on both teams, dare I say the Jets blow them the fuck out the water. Once again, advantage Wilson, advantage Jets. But the narrative, the he-he joke, like Woody don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag for, 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 for a minute. At least for me. I did a two way parlay on my two favorite teams. The New York Mets and the New York J E T S Jets Jets Jets. The parlay was for the New York Mets to win the National League. But the other part of the parlay is the most difficult part for the New York JETS Jets, Jets, Jets to win the division. Donnie's third annual half-assed NFL regular season preview is a couple weeks away. But I'm just putting it out there. I put some money on it for the Jets to win the division. Let's just say, if they win the division, because I'm pretty confident the Mets are going to get to the World Series. Yeah, I'm tooting my own horn. Toot, toot. But if the Jets get to the division... Wins, wins wins their division. Which not calling it on anybody, but injuries can happen, especially the running quarterbacks. So Josh Allen is not guaranteed to play the whole season. The Miami Dolphins, everybody pumping him up to it is not built like that. And like I said, let Tyreek Hill come over the middle and fucking uh, Whitehead better light his little Munchkin ass up And th- This is the first year In a while that I am not Concerned about the Patriots winning The division I'm just not So Things have to break a certain Way But if they win Your your boy have. We have won $2,000 with a parlay. A two-way parlay. Because it's such a long fucking shot that the Jets are going to win the division. But it all comes down to Zach Wilson. He got to make that cocksucker Foxworth eat his crow. Eat his laughter. J E. T S Jazz Jazz Jazz. <laughs> well, people, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Soti Thought to podcast. As always, I'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making me in this here podcast, your one y'all choose to listen to next week. I have something very interesting planned, something very different in mind. And hopefully it goes down as planned. I mentioned in the intro that this week will be the commencing and the conclusion of Salty Summer 2. For those who don't know, what salty summer two is, and why the fuck I keep on rambling about salty summer two, or salty summer in general. Salty summer is my term for when Donnie is on his summer vacations from his shoot job. And salty summer is when I get the fuck out the city and I go to relax. We're close, near, dear friends of ours. And that's what's on tap for yours truly and the sponsor, a.k.a. my wife, this coming week. Now, last year, I don't know what happened. I think just we just got carried away with time, and next thing you know, we just couldn't do it. But we was planning on having a podcast episode on location, with our near and dear couple, hopefully, that's what's on plan. That's what I'm planning to do this week. And um, I don't know exactly what the topic will be. I will probably not talk about sports. I might sprinkle it in. Who knows? It'll be more like a love connection, or or marriage counseling, or marriage with children, or whatever the hell you want to call it. But that's what I have planned for next week. And uh only way you'll find out or you'll know when or what I end up talking about next week is if you tap in. And how would you tap in? Well, you got to tap in to the fucking plugs easytree.me slash easytree.me slash for everything O. this podcast you're listening to even though i don't know why i keep on telling y'all about the podcast you're listening to because you're already listening to it meaning you know exactly how to find it but regardless your podcast you're listening to can be reached at easytree.me slash Salty so, Thoughts of Donnie Woo podcast merch can be bought at easytree.me slash word of Donnie and as always if you want to hear Donny Ooh spit that hot fire that can be heard at easytree.me slash word Donnie no matter what streaming platform you listen to me on whether it's Spotify Inca.fm Apple Podcasts amongst others Please, and I stress and I stress the importance of like, subscribe, comment if you can, rate if you can. But whatever you do, press that notification button. So wh- whenever I decide to drop, y'all will be the first ones to hear it. You can check me out. I'm trying to be on social I'm trying to be more social on social media. I told y'all before and I'm going to tell y'all until the end of time. I'm the most anti-social person on social media to the point of why the fuck am I on social media? So I'm trying to break out my shell if you will. Personally, I feel like most of social media ain't shit. Full of shit. It's not real. So why even waste time? But that's my only minuscule way of advertising and trying to get more listenership for this here podcast. So you can check me and you can tell others to check me on the following platforms. Twitter. You can check me at at Donnie. O. Instagram at Donny O. Facebook Donny O. slash the salty go to Donny O. podcast page TikTok Donnie underscore O. Yes, and last but not least. YouTube slash Mike Steff for the latest clips from four episodes of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie podcast. I think I did a damn good job in trying to switch it up this week. But I once again, I stress the importance if you do like what the fuck I'm trying to accomplish on this platform, on this podcast, I know some more, some episodes hit more than others, but I think that's usually the way it goes. But if you enjoy me more than you don't enjoy me, spread the word, spread the word, spread the word and check, tell them to check out the Outlaw Mud Show of all podcasts. Sports podcast to be specific check out the silty thoughts of donnie podcast spread the word tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend therefore we all get paid right those are the plugs for me now the plugs for others check out the black wrestling podcast on youtube like and subscribe check out the black wrestling podcast on youtube Like and subscribe. Check out the homies, Math, Drip, Cal, Fam, and Mimi. Check them out each and every Thursday around 8.35 p.m. for BRP Live. Check out the Black Rastlin Podcast on YouTube. Check them out on Patreon as well. Patreon slash Black Rastlin. Pay the one or pay the ten. Doesn't matter. Patreon slash Black Wrestling, also Black Wrestling slash YouTube. Like and subscribe. Check out my homie, the Mojo King, and his Hidden Gems of Golf. Yes, with each week, he will drop an episode of Hidden Gems Golf and help y'all get some coin while he unearths all the hidden gems in the world of fantasy golf. Check him out each week usually about Tuesday, no later than Wednesday, on all streaming platforms wherever podcasting is available. Even if you don't give a fuck about golf, and I've told you week in and week out, even if you don't give a fuck about golf, nine times out of ten, I don't give a fuck about golf. But listening to Hidden Gems Golf has gotten me some coin in my pocket to spend again on trying to get some Hidden Gems in the golf landscape. Check them out. On each and every streaming platform, wherever podcast is available, but he doesn't only have that entity. No, no, no. That man likes to double dip, and double dip he does with his second offering, hip hop hidden gems. That's right, hip hop hidden gems. In each win, each episode, him and his partner Willie Freeman, an earth all the hidden gems in the history of hip-hop. This past week, they had a special episode. A special episode in which there was a crossover by another entity in which I should start plugging that brother, pause. I should start plugging that particular podcast as well. Hip to the Game. Hosted by Desmond Powell. But this week on Hip Hop Hidden Gems. I will read from the description so I will not mess up this very important plug. While Willie and Mo continue to work on the next full episode of Hip Hop Hidden Gems. They enlisted some help this week for one jewel, one verse. Desmond of the Hip to the Game podcast brings his unique skills to the Hip Hop Hidden Gems courts. It's a crossover that Allen Iverson would be proud of as Desmond breaks down a verse of true genius Wu-Tang Clan's the gizzard. You won't want to miss the action. It's fantastic. Both Hip Hop Hidden Gems and Hip to the Games are both a part of the 18. You can find Hip Hop Hidden Gems and Hidden Gems Golf. On all, and I emphasize, all streaming platforms wherever podcasting is available. You know, this is normally where I big up the boys from G.I. In French. This week, there's not going to be nothing changed. No, 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 no. G.I., gimmick infringement, Winchester and McDowell. Winchester and McDowell. Winchester and McDowell. Each week, the boys from G.I. Recap. The past week's happenings. In the world of professional wrestling. And yes that pause. Is because for some reason. I got stuck. But each week. The boys from G.I. Don't get stuck. in their recapping. The happenings in the world. Of professional wrestling. No 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 no. Even though they're. AEW centric. They still sprinkle their. Views. On the happenings in. WWE. Or as Sheamus would say, W.E. New Japan Wrestling. Impact when warranted. And most of the time it isn't. But fuck all the wrestling shit. Because I told y'all, I ain't talking about wrestling. The only wrestling I'm going to be talking about is plugging the boys from G.I. But fuck all the wrestling. And they've even said, no matter of fact, I'm lying. And that would be slanderous. No, 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 no. They actually have offerings for those who might not even be interested in wrestling because they expanding their horizons, they're spreading their wings, and they're soaring like the eagles that they are. They have such segments as A Rose from Tyler, in which each week, Tyler McDowell recaps the last week's happenings in on the last episode of The Bachelorette who will get the rose, where brother finally win. Tyler will be your guide in all things bachelorette. Winchester will try to sprinkle some jewels on not only Tyler, but the masses abroad. In one day when you have children, in which he will sprinkle gems on what to expect if one day you have children. And if you already have children, you will appreciate those gems even more because you can relate. You'll know exactly where the fuck Winchester is coming from. That's right. And not only are they just an audio version, no, 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 no. Not only are they on YouTube, no, 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 like and subscribe. No. The boys from GI have a webpage, gimmickinfringement.com in which they sprinkle all over their fucking website masterpieces of literary genius. Am I laying it on thick? Yeah, so, so fucking what? That's what you do when you appreciate greatness. When you appreciate just appreciation, you lay it on thick because that's what I feel, and I want the masses to feel. We have the Rose Report, in which Tyler McDowell gets more in-depth in the recapping of the past week's Bachelorette universe, the Bachelorette galaxy. Yes. Kimic Infringement. G.I. On all streaming platforms, wherever podcast is available, On YouTube, like and subscribe. And they both are both, they both are part of the 19 media group. Body more bottles on YouTube, like and subscribe. Body more bottles on YouTube, like and subscribe. This past week, the homie. The owner of the number one reviewing video show in Baltimore. Body More Bottle drops or dropped. Episode 49. Dan's Jams Volume 2. Anytime I hear about or see or read about Dan's Jams when it comes to Body More bottles, I already know he's talking about that sour. Taste that sour taste from Dan's Jams. And I'm reading the description just like I did for hip hop hitting gems, so I don't fuck up the homies plug. Pause. In this episode, we have reviews of full tilt viewings. Latest Dan's Jams release. Kathy Jams Watermelon Patch. Mmm a watermelon salad grump a watermelon sour gummies cannonball city a fruit punch sour ale sour and a funky which is a pineapple, raspberry and blackberry sour ale. Now I'm gonna do that over cause now I realize what it is. Now, the first damn jams release is Kathy Jams it's watermelon patch. A sour watermelon gummy. Yes. Cannonball City is the second Dan's Jams. A fruit punch sour ale. And a funky. Or funko. A pineapple, raspberry, and blackberry sour ale. I swear if I didn't have so many back and neck problems and I could really just fucking just drive like I used to, I would take my ass down to be more and just to get some of Dan's jams. Strictly for the fact that if Body More Bottles, if he's telling me, if that if he's reviewing it on the show and telling me, yo, shit might be the move. Might be the move. If he's telling me, nah, nah, don't rock with it, son that I ain't going to rock. That's how much fucking faith I got when it comes to Body More Bottles, when it comes to any type of spirit, any type of type of liquor, any type of beer, any type of beverage. Body More Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. What the fuck? Yeah, man. And I think we have reached the end Of another episode. So without me. Doing or saying something. That'll make me have to do this take. All over again. And y'all know. I don't edit. 99.9% of the shit that I upload. So I think I'm going to get out. While the getting is good. Until next week. Bye.
1: Bye. We're ready, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen. It's five It's
2: Million dollars. Once again as we swing this up with the Grand up. If i see seen you kick it once, i see seen you slam it a thousand times. You got the flow with this one, G. Grand Poobah coming up in the rhyme down style, see? just you thought I couldn't do that. Them say who can get busy like this man. And if them search the whole land, them not find a man. Boomerangs don't wanna make them fly, girls have a ball. Oh. Well, well, yeah, the MCs, them not scare me. me B version say me, can't wait to hear me. They want it the done right, then give Grand a call. Oh, oh. oh. Now let me get busy on this trip. See, brothers be wishing, that's why they eager to listen. Tryin See, there's no competition. Grand was the type to get hyped to any funky sound. Never the type to give a damn about a hand-me-down. Papers and rhymes are mine to stock high like lumber. If Hun wants to swing up, she takes my beeper number. The skills go back to the days of flipping coins. Past time reading books, by my man down the points But I'm not a pimp, and I don't walk with a limp. You can sand on the game, because I know how to treat a dame. So I say splendid. Poopers on the stage, and I'm glad you all attended. Rhyming to the beat is the way I make my money. I buy my sweets for my sweets, and no sugar for my honey. Brothers get paid for them. Oops. And if my stunts try to play me, I'll hang on like some drapes. Poopers the man, and you can't run the flames, so take it out. I really suggest you do not mess to try to test the very best at this Do you really want to know what's next? I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha Grand Pooper is one of the best I rock ya, rock ya, rock ya Here I step with the rep that's kept In an orderly fashion Suck it, empty's a am It's only one more race I think that really need to be said Is that I'm bad, bad and a wicked in bed best. La, 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 la Whoa la 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 It's the Grand Uber Now him and our selector, who can get busy like this man? And if them search the whole land, them not find a man. Uber is the wanna make them fly. Girls have a ball. Why oh why oh see, but the MCs them not scare me birds said and can't wait to hear me if you want it done right then give grand a call now let me get busy like this see my man vance Whitey get up since and pause pay get up to my man ron study get up and my cousin doctor who he get up to my cousin jeff Jeffy get up and all the brothers and sisters across the universe they get up I like to say peace to my brand newbie and brothers, Lord Jamal, Derek X, and Alamo with the A and LG.